Hello, everybody. My name is Stevens. And I'm Javerlyn. And you're listening to Like Father, Like Daughter Podcast. Podcast. Enjoy! All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 12 of Like Father, Like Daughter Podcast. My name is Stevens. I am your co-host, and I'm here with my daughter. Hello. Javerlyn. Yes. And we're back for another episode. Um, Oh, man. So how are you? Good, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So um, you finished school officially, Uh right? How's it feel to be home now? I've been home for four months. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Tomorrow I start a calculus project that I've Oh yeah, that's right. Congratulations. Thanks. Um it's what is that exactly? I I honestly don't know. I think it has to do with math, obviously. So it's my understanding based on the letter they sent that it's um you're gonna do it for like 15 days it's like a introductory course to calculus and um they uh it's so that they can they're gonna be placing you in some honors math class because you did so well in math this year right mm-hmm. awesome I hope. so congratulations for that Thanks. you also made the what national junior honor society national junior honor society and you had to apply to that right yeah i had to write an essay and then i had to get some recommendations from two teachers and then fill out a little packet okay some questions and um what's that about what like what does that what does that mean to be part of the national junior honor society what what are some of the qualifications I don't remember the paper. <laughs> so you have to be uh, an honor student, right? You have to have a straight A. Yeah, you have to good, have good you grades. You have really good grades. You have to um, be an example, right? You have to have good citizenship in school and you have to be an exemplary student. Um, so, um, and they picked you out of, you know, however many applied. So we're proud of you for that. Congratulations for that. Congratulations for ending the year again with straight A's. Mm-hmm. Um, you're now officially a seventh grader, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm turning 13 this year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I've always thought being 13 was like... I called it like the golden year because I'm officially a teenager. Because, you know, teen. Like 13, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because right now I'm not officially a teenager because I'm not 13 yet. Yeah, what are you now? A preteen. Mm, okay. Well, um, I'm very proud of you for, you know, um, all of your accomplishments. Um, I told you earlier this week that I was very proud of you because 
Um, you know, you are you're a good daughter. Um, you're obedient. Um, you're not a troublemaker. Um, and you know, you I don't know, you uh you're a better 12-year-old than I was, for sure. So, I'm very I'm very proud of that. Um, just some of the things that you do, the way that you act, some of the questions that you have, um, you know, um, they, they really, they amaze me. And so it makes me very proud of you. Thanks. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we're proud. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and because we were so proud of you, what did that result in? <laughs> what? An Apple TV. Yes, we got you an Apple TV. Well, a new for one. For your room. The yeah, because you had the old one, right? And it the was, one that you had to press. It was giving you issues, so we got you the, the newer one, right? That you can... Press a button and be like, the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you, in, are you liking it? Are yes. you enjoying it? Yes, very helpful. Now you can watch Disney Plus without having to stream from your phone or oh, yes. tablet, right? So that's cool. Um, what else? Anything else going on? Um, baby will be here soon, right? Mm -hmm. It's already June 1st. Oh my god, June 1st. So um, She'll be here around... Like, I think it, she'll be here the last week of June. I think she'll be here around the end, maybe around mom's birthday. Maybe. We'll see. Um... Excited, yeah, though. we're excited. We're ready to meet her. She'll be here in less than four weeks, probably, right? Mm -hmm. um, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She's getting so big that the doctor said that um, your mom might have to get induced. Mm -hmm. um, so um, we'll find out in about a week or two if that needs to happen. So, um, yeah, we're just waiting it out and excited. The baby's room is pretty much ready, right? Everything's yep. cleaned up. Everything's picked up. The go bag Everything, is done. The go bag is almost ready, oh, yeah. right? Um, everything that was in that room that we used as storage, we've taken it out into the living room. Now it's no longer in the living room. Mm -hmm. we, we put Grandma, it in. Grandma took off so she could stay with me while you guys go to the That's hospital. Right. One of your grandmothers, my mom, took off, right? She took mm -hmm. off a, a week so she could stay with you for a little bit. Um, I don't expect that we'll be in the hospital for more than two days. Um, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, but also, like I was saying, the stuff that we moved out of the room into the living room is no longer anywhere in the living room. We put it in the garage now. And so um, now the house looks picked up. It right? looks more or, open. <laughs> more open, more organized. Because we had a lot of stuff just laying out there. Yeah. Um, so um, that's cool. Um, what else? Anything else? No. Um, oh, I started watching that show Space Force on Netflix. With Steve Carell. With Steve Carell. Is it good? And the uh, creator of The Office. They're both, uh, they co-created this show called Space Force. Um... I mean, it's funny. It's just, it's a different kind of funny. I feel that, you know, if you go into the show expecting to get the same laughs that you get out of the office, it's going to ruin it for you because 
it's you can't compare it it's not it's not even shot in the documentary style so um but i mean i'm enjoying it because i like watching steve carell and it's got a lot of good actors in there too funny ones so mom and i are enjoying it um you can't watch it yet because it's rated ma yeah um they curse a lot <laughs> so um yeah but we're watching it we're i think we're almost done with it um it's not you know i, I guess it's not as good as i thought it was gonna be but it's still a decent show to pass the time so 30 minute episodes um but yeah um man tomorrow we got a special delivery right yep um my sister's sponsorship is gonna finally come through so um you'll probably hear more about that on the next episode um we're probably gonna um get ready to have a kind of like a special um for father's day coming up um we'll see if we can organize that maybe get a couple of fathers and daughters on the on the show um and i don't know i think maybe just have the daughters do or write down something special for their dads if you're going to be on the show so that you can uh, read it or say it to your dad um and uh you know we'll kind of make it like a dad a dad special um so yeah um and today's show uh we're, we're gonna get a little bit into kind of what's been going on around the country um it's uh i was really trying not to talk about it but um it seems to be all over the news all over social media it seems to be on everyone's mind i've had multiple conversations about it with different people so um i just think we just need to kind of get it out there get it off our chests and talk about it and be done with it right so when we come back We'll kind of get into that a little bit and uh, maybe we'll get to, you know, see your side of things a little bit. All right. So we'll be back. Bye. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We're back. Um, so um, I'll just touch on it a little bit. Uh, for those that don't know, okay, um, a gentleman by the name of George Floyd um, was killed um, a few days ago, um, about a week ago, actually. Um, and, um, you know, there's just, there's so many ways to look at this. Um, if you don't know the story, look it up. Like I said, I don't think we're going to spend too much time on this. Um, here's what I do want to say about it. Um, is that I'm just, I'm shocked that after so many years of, you know, you know, seeing what happens with, uh, you know, law enforcement and, uh you know, law enforcement uh, unjustly using their authority on others and, you know, getting to the point where, you know, 
the person they're using their force on, you know, dies because of it. And then, you know, uh, nothing happening after. Um, I think that the country, I mean, I thought we've had enough. I've had enough of this for a long time. But, um, you know, people are still struggling with this, apparently. Um, here's what I'll say. Um, there's just so many things. Um, first of all, uh, it, it has a lot to do with racism, right? Um, there are peoples from both sides that are arguing, going back and forth. And, you know, from from my observation, from my point of view, um, as upset as I am about what happened to George Floyd um, and so many others um, that um, have been killed um, unjustly, right? Um, I just, it makes me it makes me angry. It makes me upset. But at the same time, um, you know, responding back the way some people are responding um, is definitely not the way. Um, you know, looting and destroying property and, you know, to me is just sad. Um, not, not to take away from, you know, what's happened uh to George Floyd but I you know to me it's just very sad that you know uh people are going so hard against police officers and you know uh bad mouthing them and everything um yeah um there are some cops that are terrible at their job who abuse their authority but there are so many other good ones and um I feel like the people that are going after, you know, and, and talking bad about police officers are becoming the same thing that they're fighting against, right? You're fighting against or they're fighting against uh, people who look at another group of people and judge the entire group because, you know, of a few bad apples and... They're doing the exact same thing with the police officers. So um, that's not okay. Um, I think that, I don't know, people have just been locked up for too long in their homes. They have a lot of energy, a lot of feelings built up. And first opportunity that we get to, you know, raise some of these restrictions we go out and we make fools of ourselves you know as a community um now that being said i know that even though that's the only thing that the media and the news are showing i know that that's not the only thing that's going on there's so many good things that are going on there are so many you know officers that are being you know that are part of the protests that are you know um that, that it's it's fine it's going peaceful everyone's getting along and it bothers me that there's just so many things involved in this um especially emotionally 
that are involved with this with so many different people that um, I think that everyone just needs to kind of take a breather and sit back and figure out something else, a different way to do things, right? Um, I saw this video of a gentleman that was talking to what seemed like his son and he was telling him, listen, you're 16 and I'm 31 and this guy right here is 45 or 46 and we've been feeling and doing the same things that we're doing right now that you're doing, but it's not working, you know, the protesting, the getting angry, the getting upset, you know, all these things. Um, that's that's fine to get emotional and, and you know, um, and kind of think about those things. But at the same time, he's telling him that, you know, he's 16. He's got to find a different way to combat the racism, right? Um, how do you feel? I mean, it's a lot to take in because... To me, it's hard to believe that a cop would kill an innocent person. Yeah. Cause I don't, I've, I don't really hear much about stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, I was, tr I was trying to figure out if was, if I was gonna let you watch the video or not, or not, and I, I decided not to. I don't want um, to watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad to watch somebody die. It's sad. It's even sadder to watch somebody die that obviously shouldn't have died because it could have very easily been prevented. Um, I don't know, you know, what's going through the police officer's mind that 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 was involved or the others that were there that were involved. I don't know how they're feeling, what's going through their minds. Um, I just know that what they did was not right mm -hmm. okay and they need to um they need to be uh questioned about that they there needs to be repercussions for that and now that the one officer has finally been arrested it's like all right finally but there's the other side of that it, just because he got arrested, is anything going to even happen? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. In my personal opinion, you know, the charge is that what he's being charged with is like third degree manslaughter. And in my opinion, manslaughter, without getting into, you know, first, second, third degree, manslaughter is when you kill somebody and it was not intentional for example you're driving your car and you maybe look down to change the station on your radio on your radio in your car and you accidentally hit somebody crossing the street or on a bike or something and they die obviously you didn't mean to hit and kill somebody mm -hmm. that was not intentional however you're still going to be charged with manslaughter, which could mean a many number of things as far as punishment goes, um, you know, based on the different laws in the different states that you reside in when that happened. Now, the police officer being charged with manslaughter 
<clears throat> I don't think that's okay. I think it should be, a, you know, much more severe charge because in the video, it's my opinion that, you know, he was treating George Floyd with complete disregard for his life, right? And that's not okay. Um, you know, I don't think that anyone, no matter what, should be treated, um, you know, less than human for any reason. Um, again, uh, you know, I say that because I, I've been I'm, I'm thankful that I have not been able to witness you know injustice happen like that right in front of me because I don't know how I would respond to that I don't know if I would have a or an immediate reaction to that what my response would be I I don't know and again because there's so much so many feelings involved it's important that we kind of take a deep breath and tone our feelings down about it and then think about this rationally and respond accordingly. Um, there's a way to fight the racism. There's a way to fight the injustice. There's a way to fight all these things without having to be violent, without having to be disrespectful, you know, still um, fighting it within the parameters of the law. You know, doing it lawfully. Um, but yeah, um, I know that you're only 12 <laughs> and and you haven't seen um, some of these things happen. I mean, I've seen this happen from the 90s, you know, since I was your age, pretty much since I was like eight, 10 years old. I've been seeing things like this repeat themselves over and over and over again. And again, it just makes me sad that it's been 30 plus years and, you know, we're still in square one with this. Um, that being said, also, I want everyone to understand that, you know, racism is something that is taught. Would you agree? Or what do you, how do you feel about racism, first of all? I want to get you talking a little bit. I mean, <laughs> racism is a really unfair thing to some people because it's like, for example, me coming at you for being Hispanic or because of your look. Like, it's just not yeah. fair because, like, what did that person My, ever do to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not okay. Um I mean, yeah, racism is not okay. Um, and like I said, uh, it, racism is, is not something that you are born with. You know, um, it's, it's not. It's just not. Um, I remember, you know, when you were little, when you were growing up, we, you know, the same way that racism is taught, it, I think it's our job as parents to not teach that or to uh you know teach you that you know that every everybody's different you know everybody comes in all shapes sizes colors um languages um and 
it doesn't matter you know how you look how you dress how you talk um you know how you live your life um you know it's just it's not okay to you know discriminate against anybody because of that because of their their choices um and i mean i think that it starts there you know um i saw this post that said um that change starts in your heart first then in your home and then in the world so i think a lot of us just want to skip steps and want to see the change in the world but it's something that takes time and it's something that everyone needs to work on individually um i again seeing videos like that i i I avoided it at first i try not to view it because every time i see videos like that i get very angry very upset and um you know i watched it so that i you know we can talk about it on the podcast now um but i i i don't you know i don't want to keep watching those videos and you know i don't i'm you know i try not to not to dwell on that because again it stirs up those those negative feelings but at the same time i have to now sit back and think you know what is this what is this cop what is you know what again what are these people that were involved what is going through their minds and through their hearts and what is going on with them that you know that they felt that it was okay to to treat somebody like that you know like i'm concerned for them because you know whether something happens to them or not it's something that they have to live with and you know whatever happens they they have to they have to change that they have to change that behavior right because even if you're taught to be racist at some point in your life something has to click and you have to say hey this is this is not okay Mm-mm. this is not okay to treat people this way right yeah and so i don't know where the disconnect is there um so yeah that's out mm-hmm. um i don't expect that we'll talk about this um situation anymore um I do want to ask one thing. Um, So back in the fifth grade, Javerlyn, um, she wrote a speech. And it was a really good speech. And so I wanted wanted you to read it, but I'm going to read it. Okay, Um, this is actually a speech on racism, and um, I'm going to read it. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. So this is her speech. This is written by Javerlyn, um, and it is about racism. Um, You did this for a speech competition, right? 
Modern and, words and speech contents, yeah. Yeah. And you did this last year in the fifth grade, and I think you the, won first place in your school. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So it's a really good speech. Um, I uh, kind of wish you would read it. I really wish okay. you would read it. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe we'll record it. Maybe. Video and post it. I don't know. Come on, it's a really good speech, and it's fitting with what's going on. Anyways, here goes. Um, this is, uh, again, this is a speech. Uh, it's called Racism by Javerlin. How would you feel if you went to eat with your family at a restaurant and the waiter said you couldn't eat there and never told you why? Then, later you found out it was because of your beliefs your skin color, your culture, or what you look like. Well, if you haven't experienced this, you're either lucky or you haven't noticed. Racism is when you are discriminated against because of what you look like or where you look like you are from. To be honest, I never actually realized this, but racism happens all the time, even if it doesn't happen to me or I don't notice it's happening to myself or others. When I asked my parents and grandparents if they had ever experienced racism, my dad told me that his family did, but he didn't know that it was racism because he didn't know that there was a name for what his family was going through at, at times. This tells me that racism is a challenge that has occurred for many generations. I read an article from a study that was done in California that discovered that many kids deal with racism and like my dad, they don't know that what they are experiencing has a name. In the study, they were asked questions about their experiences with racism and found out that more than half of the kids being studied were being discriminated against by their closest peers, teachers, and others because of their skin color, their accent, language, their, their culture, or country of origin. What was really surprising to me about the study was that kids who experienced racism and had low ethnic racial identity were at a very high risk for anxiety, depression, behavioral issues, and other mental health problems. What this means is that racism can lead to an increasing mental health issue in America. Unfortunately, the mental health topic is for another speech. In third grade, I witnessed a kid in my class get teased and mocked for being Chinese. The problem here was he wasn't even Chinese, but he looked Asian and was bullied for it. I didn't understand it because it didn't matter to me where he was from or what he looked like. I also didn't do anything about it because I didn't know what I could do to help him. Now, I understand that he was not just being bullied, but that he was a victim of racism. If I could go back in time to help him, I would tell a teacher, my parents, or another adult that this was happening so that it could be dealt with and it could be stopped. How do we combat racism? It starts with parents teaching their kids about their culture to increase their ethnic racial identity, which means knowing, understanding, and embracing where you are from. I also realized 
that staying quiet does not do anything. The first line of defense against racism is to speak up about it and against it at first sight because it can cause the problem to get worse if we let it continue. Also, it might encourage others to think it's okay to be racist and racism is not okay. Wow. <laughs> wow, you wrote it. I know, but I didn't remember any of it. It's been like a year. And I haven't read it since I competed. Well, um, you know, I, I don't think we need to say anything else. I think that was good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're done. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Like Father, Like Daughter podcast. See See you next time. time.